0: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Good evening. Wednesday night, Bible study. Amen. Um, last Wednesday of the month. Um, glad to be in the service. Glad to be with you one more time. Amen. Glad to be studying the Word of God. Um, we spent quite a quite a bit of time the last few months um, in First Thessalonians chapter 5 um and we are moving on Pray. Not, what's the matter that wasn't think, where we were no yeah was fine oh okay um hey amen must be an inside joke that my, my wife not letting me in on or something <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway we're, we're moving on um over these next couple of weeks, I believe as the Lord wants to lead us um, How many of you know we got to go where the Lord leads? Amen. Amen. So that's what we want to do and we praise God for it um, And today what we're going to do, God bless you, Thank you. is to I'm going to you turn with me to Matthew chapter 14 And as you, as you do that, I just would like to um, Sort of lay a groundwork, I believe, for Something that I think the Lord, you know wants to do with us talk with us about um again this has been a year amen Mm -hmm. um it's been a year and a half maybe it's you know for some people might even feel longer than that um but uh you know i i think that with all the challenges that we've been facing and that we continue to face you know, a lot of people, amen, I just, you know, you want to rest, you know what <laughs> I mean? You're like, I need a, I need a break from all this stuff, you know, because a lot of, you know, pressure and stress and and upheaval and, you know, adjustments being made consistently, um, while at the same time stripping away some of the very things that we typically uh, would engage in in order to help relieve that stress mm-hmm. and so you, you almost have a double whammy right you have an increase in stressors and you have a decrease in stress relievers mm-hmm. and so um, it's sort of that like we're, we're getting it on both ends um, and so I think in, in some ways some of us we just want to be give me a break <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> we want to break we want to rest Uh, but we want to be blessed Mm -hmm. amen Uh, we want to be blessed and and uh, we want to talk over as long as the lord as long as the lord wants us to be here talk about you know how to be blessed you know that you know we all need a blessing right and so we can just title this thing i need a blessing amen praise god i need a blessing how many people can relate to that i need a blessing praise the lord um The good news is uh, on two fronts. One, you're already blessed. That's something that we have to know as people of God. Uh, The scriptures tell us that God has blessed us or has blessed us. Amen. So we're already blessed of God. Um, But also, too, there is a way um, that God has for his children to tap into the richness of his blessings right Mm -hmm. and and we have um the ability to do that by the way we live and we want to look at that over the next few weeks and we're going to um we're going to begin tonight again in matthew chapter 14 um in verse number 13 so if you're there we're going to read it together matthew 14 and we're going to begin reading at verse number 13 and it says when jesus heard of it he departed thence By ship into a desert place apart. And when the people had heard thereof, they followed him on foot out of the cities. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude, and was moved with compassion toward them, and he healed their sick. And when it was evening, his disciples came to him, saying, This is a desert place, and the time is now past. Send the multitude away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. But Jesus said unto them, They need not depart. Give ye them to eat. And they say unto him, We have here but five loaves and two fishes. He said, Bring them hither to me. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and took the five loaves and the two fishes. And looking up to heaven, he blessed and brake and gave the loaves to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat and were filled. And they took up of the fragments that remained 12 baskets full. And they that had eaten were about 5,000 men beside women and children. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, let's pray tonight. Father, we bless your name. And yes, we thank Father. you, God, for the word of God. Uh, we thank you, God, for the reading of the word in our yes, hearing. Father. And we're praying now, oh God, that uh, you will lead us and guide us by your spirit In the teaching of the word, and the receiving of all that you have for us tonight. Father God, uh, we can't do it alone, and so, Father, we ask for an anointing from you, O God. Open our eyes, cause us to see, bless our hearts to receive, and, Father God, touch our ears, O God, that we may be sensitive to your still, small voice. And, Father, we thank you for building us up in our faith and for bringing us closer to you and for your continued work in our life, conforming us to the image of the Son. We bless your name that your will be done in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I need a blessing. Amen. I need a blessing. Well, we just read Matthew chapter 14 verse 13 through 21. And it's the feeding of the 5000. Um I I I really enjoy I enjoy the word of God. How about you? Amen. Just enjoy the word praise God Um, but I really enjoy this particular passage um, and this account um, because it's unique in some ways Um, uh, one of which is that it's the only miracle of Jesus that's recorded in all four Gospels Um, we find it here in Matthew chapter 14 it's also um, in uh, Mark chapter 6 uh, Luke nine and in John six, and we're going to look at it um, at, at this in all of the gospel accounts, and we'll see as we go through it that, you know, we we pick up different things from each gospel writer, um, and it's not because it's inconsistent. Some people like to say, "Oh, the Bible's inconsistent with itself because this writer said this, and yet another writer said that." and so forth. That's not inconsistency, that's, that's, that's really, you know, it's, it's, it's complimentary in, this, in a sense of, um, it's sort of like an eyewitness account, you know, if, if someone came into the room and said something or did something and there were three of us in the room, we each would have different accounts mm-hmm. because we each would have focused on certain things. Maybe I focused on his dress, maybe you focused on his words. Maybe some of the third person focused on his eyes or something like that, you know And so when someone says well, what happened? We'll give an account based on whatever it was that we focused on. Yeah, it doesn't mean that we're contradicting one another We're just simply telling the story from our perspective based on what was important to us what we observed and so forth mm-hmm. and That's what the gospel writers did um they focused on the teachings of Jesus um, based on a certain perspective. And so it's not contradictory. It's just something that supplements mm-hmm. and complements the entire story. Yeah. Right. And so that's what we're gonna do. You know, we'll we'll read um these accounts. And I actually have printed out for myself, <laughs> Amen, to perhaps um save some time in the turning, the different versions, um, the different accounts. And I am used the New Living Translation to do that. Um, But let's let's just talk about this, because we talk about wanting to be blessed. And who does not want to be blessed or need a blessing? Amen? Mm -hmm. Um, And yet sometimes, I will say this, um, that we can be our own worst enemy. Sometimes we get in the way and block the blessings of God from flowing freely into our lives. Mm -hmm. And we can do it through the way we live. Uh, For example, unforgiveness. We've said this many, many times. uh, And I believe uh, that it is something that is so true and we've experienced it. And that is, unforgiveness is a great blessings blocker. Yes. (laughs) Amen. It just blocks blessings uh, like nobody's business. It keeps the blessings of God from flowing in your life because that hardness of heart uh, that we have towards someone else and not forgiving them, it, it just, I mean, what does Jesus say about if you don't forgive other people? He said, "He said if you don't forgive others, forgive he says my Heavenly Father will not forgive mm-hmm. you, you know, and so we don't want to be in that place. But it also gets us off course with yes. God, um, you know, and we see so many stories in the Bible about forgiving others, you know, that story about the servant. Who was given a small amount of money by mm-hmm. his lord? Um, you know, he, uh, he begged for mercy, and his lord gave him mercy. Um, and uh, he, that servant, immediately went, turned around, and went to a fellow servant who owed him even a smaller amount of money. And, and I shouldn't say a small amount of money. The first servant owed a tremendous amount of money right. mm-hmm. to his lord. He owed a tremendous, a tremendous amount. amount. And he was forgiven that tremendous amount of money. You would think he would be so grateful and thankful um, for that. And, he had, uh, and perhaps he was for his own benefit. Mm-hmm. Because he turned around and he went to his fellow servant who owed him a small amount mm-hmm. of money. Mm-hmm. And when the servant couldn't pay him, he said he grabbed him by the throat. <laughs> said, you better pay me. Mm-hmm. And, and said he was going to throw his wife and children in prison until they could pay the debt. And, you know, the other servants went back and told the Lord what that servant had done. And the Lord was so upset with him. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know? And he called him wicked and evil. He said, you know what? You go to jail now. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? He said, I've forgiven you this great debt. You couldn't forgive him. And that's how we are with God. Yeah. You know, we're forgiven by God a great debt. How many of you know the sin debt is a great debt? Yep. And we're and we're forgiven a great debt when we come into the, the kingdom of God. So how dare we not forgive other people because they hurt our feelings? <laughs> I'm not trying to be I'm not trying I didn't mean to laugh and chuckle like that, but it is it is look, we've yeah, we've been forgiven back. the sin debt and yet we can't forgive someone for hurting our feelings. See that's the thing. This is a great debt, the sin mm-hmm. debt. The hurting our feelings is not by comparison is very minor. Right. right. And yet we hold on to this smaller debt and we're mad right now. Someone's mad at somebody because David, you, you got your feelings hurt. Yep. That's the servant. That's the servant who turned around, who wouldn't forgive his fellow servant, a smaller debt. And, um, and in that story, you know, the Lord was wroth with that servant, Mm -hmm. really angry, very angry. And, um, you know, our father doesn't want us to be that way. Right. Right. It doesn't reflect his heart. And so it it, it blocks blessings from our lives because it gets us with a hardness of heart. The word can't penetrate our heart. You know, we can't hear the voice of God um, because we're so consumed with anger and with bitterness and, and all those things that the Lord doesn't want us to have. And the next thing you know, your life is sort of, you know, unraveling from the inside out. Right. And so many times we're our own enemy when yeah. it comes to 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 um, receiving the blessings of God. Another great blessing blocker is is just simply doubt and unbelief. <laughs> Amen. You know we want to debate. Um, you know we we watched the movie years ago, <clears throat> Denzel Washington, right? The Great Debaters was that what mm-hmm. it was called when yeah. he was teaching um, those young people how to debate. Mm-hmm. Debating has its place, I guess, but. Not with God, amen? That's right. <laughs> not not, not when it's with the Word of God, with the promise of God, right? The, the Bible says that, that all the promises of God are what? Yea and amen. 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 Uh, forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. And it needs to be settled in our hearts and in yeah. our minds. Okay. Um, no debating, no going back and forth. But to the extent that we want to do that, then... You know, we, we don't... God said, listen, that's double-minded. You can't believe me and not believe me. <laughs> Amen. Right. And, uh, yeah. and you don't get... Um, he said that you, you won't get anything. Mm-hmm. And so many times we get in our own way. But that ends <laughs> tonight. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. And so we want to talk about how we receive the blessings. And so, you know, in this in, in the account today... um. One of the things we're, just, we're going to focus on not on the, the, the whole passage We'll get there as the Lord leads us but tonight just want to look at the beginning of, of Matthew chapter 14 Um and beginning with verse 13 Because it talks about when jesus heard of it and the it that is talking about was the beheading of john the baptist mm-hmm. That john the baptist the forerunner of the christ uh, Someone who was very close to jesus some say even a relative right a cousin maybe um, uh, he was, he was beheaded by King Herod, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Jesus got the news from John's disciples. And when Jesus heard of this terrible news, it says he, he, he left there and he got into a ship in a desert place, um, you know, a, a deserted place and, you know, apart from everybody. Um, and he just wanted to get away. Mm-hmm. Um, It it, it says in the New Living Translation that when he heard the news, he left in the boat uh, to a remote area to be alone. Mm -hmm. That's what he wanted. Right. Right. He got this bad news and he wanted to be Be alone. alone. Mm (laughs) Yeah. Being alone sometimes is good, right? You know, Mm -hmm. just to get away, you know, you want to close the door. You want to get away from folk you know it's like listen i love you but you know what (laughs) right Mm -hmm. sometimes don't you just want to be alone yeah i mean you just need some alone time right um you just want to be alone and that's what he wanted he just wanted to be alone you know he had this crushing news and he just wanted to be on his own now um in, in in mark's gospel it says um that uh it actually talks about him being with his disciples that they had just returned from ministry mm-hmm. and he said to his disciples let us go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while mm-hmm. and so now we see that he wanted to be alone but he wanted to be in a place of quiet mm-hmm. right he didn't want to be like you know he wanted to be in a place of quiet and wanted to get some rest mm-hmm. so you know, we start, to, you know we start to get the picture right i i just want to get away from everybody i want to i want some quiet and i just want to rest yes amen Mm -hmm. and it goes on to say that he said this to his disciples because there were so many people coming and going that jesus and his apostles didn't even have time to eat Mm -hmm. so they left by boat for a quiet place where they could be alone as if, you know, it emphasizes it. So he wants to be alone. He wants to get to a quiet place, wants to rest, and wants to eat. So yeah. think about that. You're hungry. You're tired. You, you just got some bad news. You just want to get some rest. Mm-hmm. You just want to get away from it all, right? Mm-hmm. And then in Luke's gospel, and that was in Mark chapter 6, um, verses 31 and 32, and then in Luke's Gospel, chapter 9, it says that, uh, in verse number 10, that uh, Jesus, after speaking with his disciples, he slipped away quietly mm-hmm. with them toward the town of Bethsaida, right? So he just wanted to get away. And what did he do? He slipped quietly away. Mm-hmm. So you get the sense of what, what he wanted to do. He, I just wanted to get, be alone. I just want some quiet. I just want some rest. And a brother wants to eat <laughs> amen amen how many know jesus ate yeah amen yeah. jesus ate he drank amen he slept <laughs> he wept right One hundred percent, man 100 god um and that's what he wanted how many of us want that right, right? but but how many of you know as the song says you can't always get what, what you, you want <laughs> Uh, You know, he he can't always get what you want. So what happens? So he he just wanted to be alone, but people were following him. Yeah. And not just a couple people. (laughs) Right. It says it says in Matthew's gospel. Right. It says that he saw a great, a great multitude. Mm -hmm. That means a crowd. Some of the other versions uh, say that it, they were huge crowds, mm-hmm. right? So not only does it just a couple people, huge crowds so they put this together. He's tired, he's you know he's you know he has reason to be sad because of what happened with John the Baptist. Uh, he's hungry, <laughs> he just wants to get away and folk coming after him Jesus Jesus <laughs> and huge crowds. Are coming after them. And I don't know about you, but there sometimes it's just one person gets on my nerves. <laughs> Amen. You, know, yeah. you know just have one person that just, just say, "Just leave me alone." That's just one person. <laughs> you know, when you need that time off, and yeah. you need yeah. that break, and you need that rest, it's just one person can just like yeah. be too much for us. Mm. Amen. And Jesus had huge crowds, so he's mm. going through this. He wants to get away. He has a huge crowd coming up against him. So how does he respond? It says in verse 14 in Matthew's gospel, it says that Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat and he had compassion on them. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. just stop right there first. He had compassion on them. So he didn't get mad. No. <laughs> he didn't get frustrated. He didn't say... I'm tired. I just got some bad news. I just want to get to a quiet place. I just want to rest. And a brother needs some burger, need a burger and some fries. <laughs> because I just need to eat. He didn't say that. No. He didn't he didn't say, can you just leave me alone? He looked at the people who now are, I guess, in, you know, some of us will say intruding upon him. Mm-hmm. And he had compassion on them. And you know we talk about a lot of things, you know what kind of spirit we should have as god's people and 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 compassion is one of them, and it's not easy because compassion is is you know sometimes people call compassion like you know like you like you're feeling sorry for someone, mm-hmm. which is not really I the case I, right. I think compassion I think feeling sorry for someone right we could characterize that as sympathy. yeah, I feel sorry for you. But but compassion is 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 sort of being able to relate to someone's pain or suffering. Right. Moves you but to... but what did you say moves you to action. Yes, but you. But not only moves you, but you're compelled. Right. Mm-hmm. To do it, like you. It's like you can't not, not do it. Help them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's not that you just feel like it or whatever. You mm-hmm. like it's, you're compelled. Right. To do something to relieve the pain that that person has you know right. um because see you can be sympathetic from the sideline i can be i can i can look and how many times we might see something you know you're in the in the streets of new york or a busy uh, or, or a big city and you see someone who's panhandling or struggling or you know what i mean mm-hmm. and you look and like you feel sorry for them but you keep walking mm-hmm. right See, you, sympathy can just keep on going. Compassion mm-hmm. can't. Right. Compassion stops and says, "I have to do something about it." Mm-hmm. I like to think of perhaps, you know, compassion as sympathy in action, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not just feeling sorry, but that, but as you said, right? What you said, move to action, mm-hmm. right? Move to action. You're compelled to act because you feel for that person's pain, right? So Jesus now wants to get away, wants to get some some rest, wants to get something to eat, wants mm-hmm. to be in a quiet place, wants to be alone. <laughs> and here come the people pressing in on him. Yeah. And the scripture said he had compassion on them. Mm-hmm. See, that's one of the things that we, we're talking about being blessed. And we say, what's this got to do with it? Because, see, this is the this is the gateway because see, we're, we, we're blessed when we not only obey God, but when we imitate him right. and, and, and follow his example right. for living. That's why so, it's so important to follow God's example. Because God knows God, God is the creator of life. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he knows where the blessings are he knows what unlocks them he knows what, what what allows us to tap into them and that's why he's teaching us to do things like forgive and to be compassionate and to be cheerful and yes. to be, you know, all the things that he mm-hmm. teaches us to be mm-hmm. because he knows that is the way that you tap in to right. the riches and glory and all the things that he has and the, mm-hmm. the abundance and all the rest of that so um he had compassion on them. The gospel of Mark says is interesting it says that um, uh, when when he he saw them coming, he got into the boat, um, he saw the huge crowd and he had compassion on them and it says because they were like sheep without a shepherd Amen. right And you know that that again begins to reveal the heart of God right that he he looked at the people and, They had no one to lead them. Mm -hmm. They had no one to care for them. They had no one to protect them. They had no one to look out for them. Mm -hmm. And Jesus looked at that and didn't view them as people who were intruding on his attempt to get to a quiet place and get something to eat and get some rest. He looked upon them as someone, as people in need. Praise God for that. that That's how God looks at us, right? We're Mm -hmm. his sheep. We're his people and the sheep of his pasture, and he's our shepherd. And he looks upon us, and he knows, right? He wants to lead us. He wants to guide us. He wants to show us in the way we should go. And that's something that we should always keep in mind, because what does the devil try to do? He tries to convince you that God doesn't care about you, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're in in a bad place or a struggling place or whatever, God doesn't care about you. And sometimes we buy into that either because of the whispers of the enemy or because of our own whispers. Right. You know, the disciples, when they were on the boat with, with Jesus in the midst of the storm, the storm rose. They they woke him up when he was sleeping. What did they say? Master, Don't we perish. Do. Don't you care? Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing how quickly we can, can question God's care for us mm-hmm. because we find ourselves mm-hmm. in a fix. Mm-hmm. We find ourselves in a storm. We find ourselves... In a famine, we find ourselves with lack. We find ourselves with no money. We find ourselves with a broken heart. We find ourselves disappointed. And what do we do? God, how could you let this happen? Right. If you cared, if you cared. No, God cares, right? He looks at you. He looks at me. He looks at us always with a heart of compassion. Right. Always. And that's something we need to remind ourselves of when we get into those tight fixes because you'll know. Mm -hmm. It's important to know how God is looking at you. Right. Amen. And he doesn't look at you with a frown on his face or with a smirk like, there you go again. You know, what I mean? no, he's not doing that. He's looking at it. He's looking at his children. Amen. With a heart of compassion Amen, and with a heart of mercy. And so, you know, it says here that that's how Jesus was looking at, at, at these folk. Um, that, again, from 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 a certain perspective, they were nothing but an intrusion On what he wanted to do Mm -hmm. So let's keep reading that So it says then um, He saw the great multitude multitude. He was moved with compassion on them And then it says And he healed their sick Yes So wait a minute (laughs) You mean to tell me He gets bad news He wants to be by himself He wants to get to a quiet place He wants to rest, he wants to get something to eat All these people are following him (laughs) And now he looks, he's, he's now filled with compassion, not anger, not frustration, not resentment. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's just be real. Let's take a time out. How, how many people would have been compassionate in that situation? <laughs> <laughs> we this no, uh, right? right? Leave me alone. Right. Not Leave now. Alone. I've had a long day. Just you give know? me a moment. Right. Just wait. Right. Because here's the thing, and, and and see for those who are saying no, I wouldn't do that. Let's 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 be real. Because you know what's amazing in, in this society we have now. Is um. I remember the days we used to just call people. Right. You just picked up the phone, right? And you just called them. That's it. You didn't do anything else. You didn't let them know you were gonna call them. You didn't. Just you just call people. Mm-hmm. Now we text people before we call them to see when they're going to be available yeah, the for the call, <laughs> right? We email them before we call them to see when we DM them before we call them, and we ask them what when will you be available? Yeah. And know what? Sometimes we say also too. <laughs> Let me, especially in the business setting. Yeah, we need to talk about such and such a thing. Uh, let's set up a time to talk about that. Let me know what works for, for you. you. Right. That's how we communicate, right? Let me know what works for you. And and even when somebody says, I need to talk to you about such and such a thing, and you go, okay, you know, tomorrow between three and four <laughs> works for me. That's how we think. We think in terms of what works for yeah, us. That's true. Right? In, in this modern society, right, we we have, whether we know it or not, we have an unconscious convenience stamped into the way we go about things if it's not convenient we ain't doing it that's true we got this unconscious mm-hmm. convenience it needs to work for us yeah right hey can you help me move i'm moving out of my apartment this saturday what time are you Oh yeah i can be there you know what I mean? i've got you what time you leave? What time you moving? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock on a Saturday? Oh, that's my day to sleep. That don't work for me. <laughs> that's the only day I sleep in. That don't work for me. I might catch up to you about 12. <laughs> right? We have this unconscious convenience. Okay. It has to work for us. Yep, and if it so doesn't true. work, I'm not coming. I'm not doing it. I'm not available. Yeah. And and, and see, that's the thing. So if we know that's how we are, and we we you know we have this thing. It's like we work hard, but we work hard when it's convenient. That's true. And so, in a situation like this, bad news. Want to be alone? Want to be in quiet? Want to get some rest? Want to get something to eat? And people are coming, and they need stuff. (laughs) No, I don't know. I'm just gonna be honest. I'll be, I'll be, I act like I didn't see him. The Bible tells us, right? As we read through the story, it was five thousand men, not counting women and children. Mm -hmm. And so, some scholars say anywhere from ten to fifteen thousand people. I act like I didn't see none of them. (laughs) (laughs) I just keep walking. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm not the only one either. You're right. Amen. But that's not how Jesus responded. He had compassion on him. And we need to take this all in and not read it so fast. We need to take this all in because, see, this is the this is the key. That that it's not about it being working for us or right. being convenient for right. us or, or fitting neatly for us. Here's the bottom line. Here's, here's the thing we understand. Problems don't make appointments. They, they just don't. They show up. Problems in your life and problems in other people's lives who then bring them to you. They don't come, you know, at a time that works for you. (laughs) (laughs) See that? So we got to get out of that mentality of we do things when it works for us. Because problems don't care about what works for you. problems are going to show up when it doesn't work. Anybody who has a child, right? How come your child's upset stomach didn't cause them to vomit at two o'clock in the afternoon? (laughs) Why did it have to be two o'clock in the morning? How many people have had to get up in the morning and take off those pajamas and clean it up off the floor and change the sheet and do all those things in two o'clock in the morning? Amen it's not going to do it when it's convenient problems just show up they show up unannounced they show up uninvited they don't RSVP they just they just come and, and and so if we're not ready for them then when people come to us with their problems we may find ourselves wanting to push them away or wanting to ignore them if we have this built in convenience thing going on with wow. us that says, it has to work for me. And see, here's the other thing. And we have the ability because of the way we communicate these days, our devices let us know who's calling and who's coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Think about the things we know now. Back yeah. in the day, they called out. You had to pick up to find out who oh, was yeah. calling. Yeah. And sometimes you go, hello? Oh! <sighs> <Right? laughs> because that one of the last person you was. to say, hey, how you doing, man? <laughs> nah, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. No, 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 I hear you, I hear you. Right? That's how we Yeah, that's how it was. <laughs> but now what? We gotta call our ID. Yep. You no know calling. People text you. <laughs> right? You get an email, <laughs> direct message, Facebook. <laughs> Man, you can be in your house. You even know who's at your front door. Ding, ding, ding. Ding ding ding. ding. Who is that? Oh. You can see them looking in and you (laughs) actually. We now can wall people off. Yeah. Right? We have the ability through technology to know who's coming, know who's calling, know who's at the door, right? Mm. You even know when UPS is coming. Yeah, Alexa, tell you, you're getting a delivery today between 10 and 11. (laughs) We know all this stuff because of technology. And so we have this thing of, I'm going to allow you into my life, into my space, into my day when I'm good and ready. Mm. And if I'm not ready, I know you're coming one way or the other through my various devices and i can make myself conveniently unavailable to wow. you and see as long as we live like that, that and we have this thing of control and convenience or whatever it's going to be very difficult for us to respond like jesus did mm-hmm. we got to we got to get that out of us amen because one of the ways God blesses, and, and we're talking about, hey, I need a blessing. But here's the thing. God blesses those, amen, who are going to be blessing others. Because why? That's part of the Abrahamic covenant, right? We already said that we're blessed, right? God mm-hmm. has blessed us. But part of the Abrahamic covenant, right? He says, He says, I will bless you. Mm-hmm. And then he also says, and you shall be a be blessing. A blessing. Mm-hmm. And so we're blessed so that what? We can be a blessing, blessing to someone else. So yeah. we just can't be blessed and then wall ourselves off and then people have needs that come at a time that's not convenient and doesn't right. work for us mm-hmm. and then think that we can still be blessed because God said, no, 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 you don't understand how this exchange works. I blessed you so that you in turn can bless someone else. Yes. And so that's why it's so important that we look at this and go, okay, if 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 we can look at this with honest eyes and an honest heart and say, you know What? I don't know if I would have responded like this. <laughs> right. I don't know because I know how I am. That listen, if I need to get a break, all I'm I, I got I gotta get my break. Now it's not to say you don't you shouldn't, but the thing is, what's more important? Right. God is looking for us, yeah. to give up ourselves the same way He gave up Himself. Right. We 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 hold up and say Jesus gave all, and yet we just want to give some. <laughs> or none we're not following his example amen and so we we, we want to read to. so what did he do so he he then he he, he he had compassion on them and it says he healed their sick yes amen he had compassion on them and he healed their sick now if we go to, to mark's gospel in chapter mark chapter 6 um in verse 34 it said that He had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on to say, so he began teaching them many things. Mm -hmm. So not only did he heal them, he also taught them. Mm -hmm. And again, what was this? This was a great multitude. Yeah. So he's healing a whole bunch of folk. Doesn't say how many. Mm -hmm. But then he also started to teach Teach them. them. And what was he again? Got bad news. He wanted to be alone. Hungry and tired. He was hungry. He wanted some quiet. And he wanted to get some rest. Mm. And yet, these people crowded in his life at this time. Not mm. when it was convenient. During, at this time. And he had compassion on them. Felt compelled. I got to do something for them. So, what did he do? He healed them. Yeah. And he taught them. Now, if the, you think that's, if that's not enough, the Gospel of Luke tells us. In Luke chapter 9, verse number 11, that the crowds followed him. And it says this. It says, he welcomed them, taught them, and healed them. <laughs> he welcomed them. Wow. Again, this is the heart of God. And this is the heart that we have to emulate, right? Okay. So that now, here come these unannounced problems, these, these unannounced issues, People calling us with their needs, intruding—and I use that in air quotes—on our day. And here Jesus is in the same situation, and even worse, because mm-hmm. how many of us are going to be approached by a great multitude? <laughs> I mean, we 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 get off our post with one person, mm-hmm. right? But but what did he welcome them? see when you read it in the king james version it says he received them and so that's a word that's so kind of plain that we Mm -hmm. can go over that you know he received them but you know what i mean but the new living translation said he welcomed them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. can you imagine he welcomed so to the extent that they were intruding on his desire to get something to eat and to get some rest and to get to a quiet place He welcomed the intrusion. Come on, somebody. See, that's the heart. That's the heart of God, and that's the kind of heart that God wants us to have. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of living that leads to being blessed. And we're not going, I need a blessing, because now you're living a blessed life. What do you mean I'm living a blessed life? I'm living a blessed life because I'm pushing myself aside so that other people need me. You understand? Here's the thing. I, I, God was t- dealt with me on this issue uh last week. <laughs> like Joe Biden looking at my watch. Um <laughs> <laughs> sorry Lord. Sorry Lord. Um oh, gosh. okay. But God was dealing with me something last week. This phrase Um, what is this? Do you? Mm. Do you? And, you know, years ago, um, Terrell Owens, a football player with the Dallas Cowboys, who've been known to be a little narcissistic, he, he, he once said, I love me some meat, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. You should love yourself. But he said, I love me some meat. And i just think about that 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 kind of attitude i love me some me and do you kind of go hand in hand do you do you or somebody say i'm going to do me mm-hmm. right i'm going to do me right and and you know, I'm, I'm going to do me what does that mean and and i'm thinking and god was out, and he said he said do me can you imagine if that was jesus attitude <laughs> i'm just going to do me you do you <laughs> and I'm gonna do me. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. We would be lost in our sins to this day oh, yeah. with no hope whatsoever if Jesus' attitude was I'm gonna do me and you do you. Mm-hmm. That's not the heart of God. God is not about doing me. God is about saying I'm gonna do them and and, and 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 them and them. <laughs> he he's concerned about what? those who are outside right. of us and caring for for their needs mm-hmm. and that's where we have to be and i know especially in hard times the natural inclination is to take care of ourselves and to take care of our own needs that's our natural inclination and that's understandable mm-hmm. but it's unacceptable because we're not called to walk naturally, we're called to walk supernaturally, amen, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, spirits are supernatural things, they're not natural and so we're to walk in the spirit not in the flesh, right so our walk is a higher walk, and so whenever we say yeah, but that's just natural, that's beneath us as supernatural Mm. beings right, we don't operate in the natural, we are to operate in the supernatural, so yeah it's natural to want to Sort of do you. Right. But the supernatural thing is, no, I'm not going to do me. I'm going to look after you. Because here's the thing. God, God, see, when we look after other people, guess who looks after you? Yes. God. See, See, when you look after the next one, God is looking after you. And here's the thing. God can look after you a whole lot better than you can look after you. Amen. Amen. Glory to God in heaven for that. And so, that's the thing. And so, we have to sort of get this and look at this on a different plane. Yes. Yeah. That, that that rest that you're going to get, that hamburger you're going to eat, that, that, that TV show you're going to watch, all those things are temporary. Amen. They're temporary. But, man, the things of God are eternal. And the blessings that you get when you know you push yourself aside, Even if it's just because you can feel the Father's smile on you. Glory to God. That alone is worth it. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so that's the thing. And so we we, we say we want to be blessed, but then we get into this, I'm doing me mode. And listen, whenever we are taking care of ourselves. We give God nothing to do. Right? You go. Okay. Well, since you got it, go ahead with all it. Right, go ahead it. with it. Mm-hmm. I'll go bless somebody else who who you know who's depending on me. Right. <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. But you got it all in control. But you doing you? Okay. Well, I'll I'll, I'll go over here to your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing that we have to do now. We're gonna we're gonna close in a minute, but cause cause here's the thing. I can hear someone say, but how can we do that? You know, because, you know, we're going through it. I got, I I got, you know, I got all these kids. I got all these bills. I got all these problems. You know, I got, I got sickness in my body. I got sickness in my family. I got, I I, I get it. Right. Mm. It's life. Right. I mean, we have things and some people are really, really burdened. And so no one's trying to minimize anything. Amen. I mean, You know, for people who've gone through their own share of things, it ain't no minimizing over here, amen? We're not minimizing anything, because that's real. Right. So how do we do it? This, 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 babe, is where, it, 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 it is where it's so it becomes so important of how we have to stay connected to God. Oh, yes. Right? Because, again, if we're going to be operating in the supernatural, you can't do it without mm-hmm. God operating in you and through mm-hmm. you, right? The power that we get comes from the Holy Ghost, right? You shall have power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And so it's it's, it's, it's the power of God that allows right. us to do this. And it goes back to what Jesus says, right? I am the true vine. You are the branches, right? And then, And then later he said, without me, you, you can, can do, do nothing. nothing. See, we got to be connected mm-hmm. to the true vine. Right. We have to have his life operating in us, in our lives Mm -hmm. so that we can go from natural to supernatural. So we can go from the natural inclination of, no, I just need some time alone and get to a supernatural. of I look at you and I say, boy, you're such you're in such need. And yet yet in the natural, you know, I'm in need. I'm in need mm-hmm. of a nap. I'm in need of food. I'm in need of sleep. I'm in need of rest. I'm in need of consolation. I'm in need of comfort. Mm-hmm. I'm in—you know what I mean? I'm in need of some money. I'm in need of right. I'm in need. But but the supernatural right allows you to go. I gotta help. Wow. I gotta help. And that's the pathway of getting of being blessed. Why? Because it 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 demonstrates the heart of God mm-hmm. in the earth and 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 when we are demonstrating like we talk about being a witness for god and you know i remember years ago when, when and i don't know if churches do this as much as as before you know but it was a big thing on witnessing you remember mm-hmm. and they, they they sometimes you would get a visiting preacher or evangelist would come and they would on a saturday too mm-hmm. <laughs> and they would hold all day sessions on teaching you how to witness yeah. You remember, mm-hmm. right? And we are sitting there in class and being ta- taught how to witness to people, how to witness to people at the train station, how to witness to people and knocking on the door, how to witness, how to witness, right? And here's the thing: it, that's not it. Right. The witness that we need to do is in our daily living when we demonstrate the heart of God right. to that's a hurting it. world. That's the witness. It's not coming with your Bible and saying, with scripture and talking about, dude, if you would to have died tonight, are you know, you go that night. I'm not trying to, look, if, if that's how you've been taught, okay. I'm just trying to say, there's something greater than that. Yes. There's something greater than that. and And, and the greater witness is people seeing God. Yes. That's it. In you and through you. Mm-hmm. And when you can have the weight of the world on your shoulders, and yet and still you can like Jesus did push that aside and be moved with compassion instead of anger and frustration and you can take time as he did he took time to heal and to teach and to yeah. welcome and when we can respond in a similar fashion, mm-hmm. people see God all over you the mm-hmm. same way the children of Israel saw God in Moses' face yes. when he came down from the mountain. It's unmistakable. That's it. It's unmistakable. And then like there, they were like, oh, your face shining so much, you got you know, you to cover it up. But they knew something. It was unmistakable. Mm-hmm. That man been with God. Yeah. And see, when you and I act like that, they'll look at us and they'll go, "That man, that woman, yes, that one." Amen. Like it's like it's like the the, the apostles in, in in the early church when they said they looked at them and they saw they were unlearned men, but they knew that they had spent time with that's Jesus. Right. Amen. Right. See, you see, when you spend time with Jesus, people can see it. Yes, that's the witness Amen. that 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 we have to show. And when we Present that kind of witness to the world and we demonstrate God and the heart of God to the world, man, the blessings flow into our lives. Yes. But if we're going to be concerned about getting the rest and the burger and the fries and, and putting and watching the game and all that, I'm not saying those are bad things, but when that leads us to, to having this whole attitude of it's gotta work for me. All right. <laughs> It's as much of a blessing blocker as some of the other things we were talking about earlier today. That's that's Amen. Exactly. Amen. All right, so we're going to stop here, and we're going to come back uh, next time. And we're going to keep reading um, in, in, this, um, in, in these passages. Today, we, we were focusing on, on uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Uh, and that's because in John, it doesn't really say much about how he responded. Only that huge crowd <laughs> gathered around him. Uh, right. But we saw from the other gospel accounts of how they told us Jesus responded to this, mm-hmm. and it sets an example for us of how we should respond to these un, un-, un you know um, uninvited you know unexpected problems that that will arise, even yes. if we're going through. Uh, and this is and this is one of the ways that we can tap into those blessings. And for all of us who need a blessing, just understand, be a blessing, <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, and, and and focus on that, and the blessings of God will continue to flow. But that's something we're going to be talking about as uh, if, if, as the Lord wills in the in the weeks ahead. But we're going to stop for tonight. Amen. Amen. Let's pray tonight, Amen. As we get ready to. Get ready to go. Father, we bless your name. Yes, Father. And we thank you, God, for the word that you've shared with us on tonight, for the example that you've shown us, O God, through your word and through the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, Father. Father God, just continue to minister the word that you have sown into our spirit. And, Father, let the Holy Spirit water that word, O God, that it will take root deep within us and bear marvelous fruit to the praise of your everlasting glory. Father, we thank you, O God, that you are teaching us your more excellent way and that you are leading us in the way to go. And, Father, we say we are yours to command. So continue to speak unto us, O God, and we will follow you with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and all our strength. Because, Father, you are worthy. Father, we bless you tonight. We praise you tonight. We love you tonight. And we give you the glory in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Can I just say that before we go? If anybody didn't vote, get out there and vote. Amen. Amen. Vote. <laughs> vote. <laughs> I was going to say vote twice, but you can't do that. Amen. <laughs> uh, you can't do that. <laughs> get out there and vote. Amen. Make your voice heard Amen. Um, uh, right. and, and just do your part. But we praise God for it. But know this, that no matter who's in the White House, God is on the throne. And that is is more important. But having said that, you still should get out there and vote. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We'll see you next time. Um, Continue to pray for us. We love you. And we'll be praying for you, too. Amen.